Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, 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 good people. It is Tuesday, May the 10th, 2022. Y'all decided to wake y'all asses up. Ray G. And I appreciate you being here. Good to see y'all in the building. Roro in the building. Rojo Fish, Mike, Jasmine, how you doing? Joe, my girl is in the building. John O2, Nicholas Nelson. We got Jeff, Bill, Ryan, L. Wood in the building. Lindsey Mack, good morning to you, my girl. Mike A, what's happening? Man, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good Tuesday. We got chaos on the uh, in the in the background right now. We're running three. Uh, single quarterback slash super flex rookie mock drafts with the uh, with the good viewers of YouTube. So Jay Rich is in the background handling that. I'm checking out the board now. Uh, it looks like uh, one of them is almost through round three. So we'll kind of pull this up. I'm I'm in the draft in the second one right now. So I'm trying to do the show. And, and do a mock draft at the same time. We'll get it done, like Future said, at the same damn time. We can get that done. But uh, glad y'all are in the building. Jay, I'm going to bring you up for a quick minute to see how you're doing. I know you're trying to handle some chaos in the background. What's going down, Jay? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, like I said, just had to get the good people organized, get mm. the drafts going. But we, we've had a good group, you know, in the past. We've had times where people have timed out. They checked out for a minute. But... Right now, we're good. You are sitting on the clock right now. Yep, what is yep. this, 208 in 208, the second draft? 208. But, uh, man, I'm excited. This is fun. You know, whenever we do these exercises, it's crazy to see the variance in picks. You know, people tune in, watch the show. So you'd think, oh, well, maybe you guys are just t- making the same picks, groupthink, all these things. But no, these are smart, capable individuals making their own decisions. Mm. And we're seeing the way this plays out. It's mm. a lot of fun. Look at you, Tyler Algier. Tyler Algier. Yeah. Mid, late second. I Mid, like it. We'll okay. go through all the picks. But, Ray, I want to ask you about something that we saw yesterday mm. because people are going to be asking about it. Mm. What do we do with the Miami backfield now that Sony Michelle oh, has landed in Miami? You got Sony Michelle, you got Chase Edmonds, Miles Gaskin still doing things. He'll have some life. I don't know. Yeah. But what do you do you think he can be the primary ball carrier? Would be my first question for you about Sony Michelle. Uh, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I do think he could be. Um, Alex Dunlap from Roster Watch tweeted something out last night. I'm going to pull it up because I want to read it verbatim because I think he's spot on. Let me, let me see if I can find this. This is what he said 11 hours ago. Alex Dunlap, shout out Alex Roster Watch. He said, Mike McDaniel learned from Kyle Shanahan, who learned from his own dad that real-life football doesn't give a shit about what fantasy enthusiasts project, think, believe, and should happen with the running back committee and touch splits. And I think he's absolutely right. I mean, we've seen the Shanahan's do this, you know. I I think it's going to be a cluster, you know what. I'm trying to stop cursing. The swear jar is filling up. I think it's going to be a cluster, man, in that backfield. you got Edmonds, uh, Sony Michelle, Raheem Mostert. I think he's always hurt, man. He's habitually hurt. 
Miles Gaskin. I think Sony Michelle, there is a world in which Sony Michelle is the primary early down ball carrier in that backfield. And my question is, do you even want to deal with that? Like, you know, maybe Gaskin get cut, gets cut, right? Maybe he gets cut, maybe he goes away. But I do envision a world in which in which Sony's the primary early down ball carrier, the between the 20s kind of ball carrier. And um, I don't think that's a far-fetched, um, uh, you know, assertion to make. I think that's very well within the, the realm of possibility for uh, that backfield in Miami. And I don't want anything to do with it, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. So for me, I think the interesting piece with Sony Michelle is that he doesn't really fit the profile of what we've seen in the past with the Shanahan, San Francisco style running backs. They are more about space, mobility, and burst, right? And I think Sony is really the anti-Shanahan running back in a lot of ways. But in a lot of ways, he's also been very durable. And so if you're a coach who wants to run a certain system through various backs, whoever the backs are, you need your running backs to be durable. And if there's one thing we've seen in the past, it's these running backs that San Francisco drafts have lacked that durability in a lot of ways. And to bring in a running back like Sony, who, wow, we may not like him, if they think he can fit the system, he can run that zone scheme, then he's probably going to be durable. He's probably going to get, you know, 200 carries and not do a whole lot for fantasy. But if he is getting it done for that offense and they believe in him, then he's going to be there, right? And I think when we look at this roster, could Chase Edmonds be the guy? Maybe. But outside of that, they didn't bring in anyone of consequence in in the draft. Sony very well may be the most talented running back on that roster. Oh, and gosh. for better or worse, that's just what it's looking like right now. So I was looking at um, uh, some best ball ADP out there right now. Chase Edmonds coming off the board as RB34, ADP of 106. Raheem Mostert, RB46 with an ADP of 140, 146. And then Sony Michelle coming off the board as RB64 with an ADP of 211. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I mean, it, that's late. It, it's, that's, that's it's, late it's super. Like, it's hella, late. The, the whole Sonny Michelle transition is hella crazy because Rose said it best. If you watched, if you were old enough to remember watching Georgia when Sonny Michelle was there, he was a scat back. Like, Sonny Michelle, yeah. like, he was viewed as this dynamic pass catching running back. Um, that could kind of do it. That was his billing, right? That's why he got drafted where he did. And to see him turn into this 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 grinder back in the NFL is something that I did not envision happening when you were looking at Sony Michelle uh, coming out of Georgia. But before we got going and we were running the the mock draft behind the scenes, we did have a super chat. We did have a super chat. So let's uh let's get James up here. Let's get James. We have a super chat. James in the building. Should I trade? I like the way this looks here than when it comes in on the thing. Should I trade 223 first, 224 seconds, and Drew Locke for Lamar Jackson, 224 thirds? These are high first-round picks. So basically, some high first, two seconds, and Drew Locke to get L. Jax and two 2024 thirds. Jay, what do you think here? Would you trade two high-end first-round picks in 23? Let's just... Let's just say, let's not give it the one-on-one. Wait, 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 you think what? So I I think that this is interesting, right? From the standpoint of, I think it really has to do with where your team is at. If I'm trading to compete, I'm iffy on it, right? But again, how are you going to compete if you don't have a high-end quarterback? So it's like, I think you have to, I think you've got to be going for it if you're going to trade two high-end 23 firsts. 
to just get Lamar Jackson, right? Because you could get yeah. really productive players, but you're not going to get really productive quarterbacks. Yeah. I think if I'm trying to win, I would probably keep my picks and go after a lower tier quarterback who could produce 80% of Lamar Jackson, right? Or, or maybe even 90% of Lamar Jackson, depending on the season. But to trade out those two potential high let's, firsts let's, 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 is tough. Let's put, let's put number slots to the picks, right? So let's not make it the 101. That's easy. That's Bijan, right? Let's make it like the 104 and the 106 in 2023. 104, you're probably looking at Those are still Jackson. two I, I was gonna players, say, I was going right? to say you're looking at Jackson Smith and Jigba and maybe, or the, maybe even a quarterback. Maybe Will Anthony Richardson, JSN and Anthony Richardson, um, two seconds and twenty four. And Drew, I don't care about Drew Locke. It's tough. It's tough. You gotta you gotta be all in. I think at that point yeah. because you're you're giving up a lot of capital. It's like it, it Jackson, seem, I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. It seems like it, it doesn't seem like it's that steep. Honestly, like it really doesn't. Like if you're like Lamar. Drew Locke is a is I don't give a shit. And then those two seconds in twenty four, I could figure that out in twenty four. It's really two first for Lamar Jackson. I mean the two seconds again. It's twenty four. I could I will figure that out. I will recoup those seconds. I'm not worried about it. Two first for L Jax, and I'm trying to get it. Yeah, man, I'm like Marcus, man. F them seconds, bro. Like, give me Lamar. Like, I don't think it's I don't think it's that steep at all, to be honest with you. I think that's about what 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 else? Yeah, I was gonna say, what do you sell Lamar for? Like, you're not gonna get him for one first. You're not gonna get him for one no, first and a bunch in of a, seconds. But in a loaded draft class, it it may it may change our perspective just a little bit, right? Depending yeah. on where you're at and what you want to do. Do you want to trade all that draft capital and, in a, in a and good draft And here's my class? thing. You're you're still if if whether it's Will Levis or AR fifteen, you're praying that they could become Lamar Jackson. Like if that's where you're going, you're a wide receiver and a quarterback. He said, "I'm ready to compete next year." Uh, I, I'm fine with it personally. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I, I I want Lamar Jackson. I want Lamar Jackson. You know what I'm saying? I want Lamar Jackson. I don't. This is about what it probably costs you to get him, bro. Like what else? You, what yeah. else could he po- potentially get him for? I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, am I trading that high draft capital for Lamar Jackson? Is is more my my philosophical question for for this uh, super chat, uh, right? If I was, is, if am I, I targeting Lamar Jackson? That's all. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about Locke. Locke is is dumpster juice. It's the two first, two seconds, and I'm not uh I'm not I'm not worried about recouping those seconds. I'll take Lamar Jackson, James. I'd go Lamar Jackson straight up. Jay, where where do you land on this? I think I would look for another quarterback, but if you can't find another quarterback, Lamar Jackson is a great return for those two first. You know, I I don't think there's a shot in hell you can get Josh Allen. No, you're for not that. getting Josh Allen. I, I don't think there, I don't think there's a shot in hell. Two twenty three first and some seconds would get you Josh Allen. Nah, I'm I, I don't think so. All right, well, let's look at uh, uh somebody said there was another one in there, Jay. So I saw. I saw somebody say that they put a super chat in there too. So while I get ready to pull up this mock, just see if you could um see if you could locate it. See if you could locate it. Um, somebody said that they had another one, another one in there. All right, let's look at this mock. Which one are we gonna look at? Single quarterback. Let's pull it up. Let's 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 tap into this one real quick. Let's see. Uh, boom. All right. Cool. Damn, I need to zoom in. I can't. I can't see. I cannot see. Jay Rich. I can't see. It's too small. All right, let's 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 pull that up a little bit more. Bam, bam, bam. Now we now we're cooking with grease, baby. Now we got it. All right, 
Single quarterback. What we got? What we got? All right, 101. Is that Matt Bruning on the clock at 101? We got Brees Hall, uh, Drake yep. London, Kenneth Walker. There he goes. Despite Josh Larkey's best attempts to uh, drive <laughs> Kenneth Walker's ADP down, I'm going to talk to my co-host about that tonight, why he hates Kenneth Walker so much. Uh, Kenneth Walker still 103. Then we got Traylon Burks, 104. Garrett Wilson, 1-5. J-Mo, 1-6. There goes the Kansas City Chiefs' newest wide receiver, Sky Moore, at 107. My man, Dynasty Barry, went ahead and took Olave at 108. GP, George Pickens at 19. Jahan Dotson at 1. Uh, I mean, Christian Watson at 110. Jahan Dotson at 111. And I zoomed in too far. We can't see one. David Bell. Oh, boy. Whoa, no, no, David no, Bell. no, no, no. David Bell at 112. All right, all right, all right. Follows that up with Wondell Robinson at the 2-1. James Cook, 2-2. Rashad White, 2-3. Spiller at the 2-4 spot. Damian Pierce, 2-5. Tyler Algier, 2-6. Antoine Pierce, 2-7. John Mechie, 2-8. B-Rob, 2-9. First tight end off the board at 2-10. Keontae, 2-11. And Zeus White, Zemir Zeus White at 2-12. All right, Jay, real quick, thoughts Thoughts in the first round. I should have got your thoughts in round one. Do you think this is like the consensus that we're going to see moving forward? You know, the, those top three, then just a litany of wide receivers off of the board after that. I pretty think, much. I right? think the first eleven is for the most part what you're going what to expect. Right? We had Drake London ahead of Kenneth Walker, which you don't always see, but we've talked about how we're on board with that. Then you have your top three wide receivers behind him with J-Mo at the back of the pack, which we expect in most drafts. And then, you know, follow it up with Sky Moore, Olave, Pickens, Watson, Dotson, who are all in a tier. And I wouldn't I wouldn't expect Pickens to go 109. That was a little early from what I've seen in a lot of my drafts. I usually find him around 112 and even 2-1 at times. But I think the most interesting point here is no James Cook in the first round. Um, we yeah. see James Cook in almost every first round, and you didn't see it this time around. I think that in a lot of ways, this is what to expect. A lot of wide receivers, the two running backs early, fuck load of wide receivers after that. But where are you at, Ray, with this order of these guys and kind of how they are, how they were drafted versus kind of your ranks and where you're at with them? Uh, there's no way I'd be taking David Bell in round one. That's uh, no, no. Where's the, where's the, where's the, you know where I'm going to, right? Where, where's the sounder at on that one? Where's the. <laughs> That's that's an absolute wrong. Would not be doing that. Would not wrong. Would not be doing that. Um, Wandell at the two one spot over James Cook over the run. That's that's a tough sell for me. All right, let's let's go to three one. It is snake draft. Jasmine Jasmine ready to raise holy hell in the chat. Um, it is a it is a snake. Jasmine is about to go 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 ballistic on folks. Um, Abe Smith at three one. First QB off the board. Three two. Kenny Pickett. Jalen Tolbert, Tyrion Davis-Price, kind of low for TDP in my opinion. Hassan Haskins, 3-5. Khalil Shakir, 3-6. Malik, 3-7. Kyron, 3-8. Tyquan Thornton, 3-9. That's my guy. Pierre Strong, 3-10. Tyler Beatty-Batty at 3-11. Romeo Dubs at 3-12. And then we finish it up with just the grosses of fourth rounds. Greg Dolchitz, Desmond Ritter, Kevin Harris, Jerome Ford, Ty Chandler, Jelani Woods, Isaiah Pacheco. I'm starting to see some Isaiah Pacheco steam because of the Kansas City Chiefs situation. Matt Corral, Snoop Connor, Danny Gray, Calvin Austin, and Vellis Jones at 412. The disrespect to the third-round pick, Vellis Jones. I don't care how old he is, man. He's going to play. 
He's going to play. Nate List was talking about it yesterday. I don't know why. He's going to play. People hate Velas Jones. I know he's old. So he's, he's, he, that just means he's ready to contribute right away. Uh, I, Velas Jones at 412. I'll take a shot on that every day. The guy's locker is right next to Justin Fields for whatever that's worth. 412, give me, give me damn Velas Jones. Danny Gray at 410. Wow, wow, wow. Over, man, Romeo Dubs, man. I just, ugh, ugh. You can't do it? Ah, oh, man. He just, I saw him get jammed up way too many times at the Senior Bowl, man. Like, just, when the, when the coaches got to restart drills, it's funny. So, all the uh, all the Justin Ross highlights that we had been seeing, and I don't even want to call them highlights, right? Justin Ross practice things. One of them that they showed he had to restart the drill. Anytime the coaches got to restart the damn drill, that's not good. But that was that was <laughs> Romeo Dubs every rep at the Senior Bowl, like restart because he can't get off the fucking line of scrimmage and he's messing up practice. Uh, this this one seemed fine, man. Let's let's go to the next one. I want to see what 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 some other people did. Hopefully, we don't get David Bell. At the at the one twelve spot. So let's see. Uh, this one is done. Round two is done. Jay Rich, you were in this draft. All right. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Brees Hall. Look at this one. A little bit different. All right. We got Brees at the one. Drake at two. Pretty standard. Jamo one o three. All right. Got a little variance there. Kenneth Walker one o four. There goes me one o five. I took Traylon Burks. Uh, that's how the ranks are. I don't put ranks out there and draft opposite. Some people do that, not OGQ. Uh, Garrett Wilson, 106. Olave, 17. Sky Moore, 18. George Pickens, Jahan Dotson. You took your boy, Christian Watson. Um, <laughs> I and did. then you took him over James Cook, who went 112. But then look at this. Right after that, David Bell at 2 1. So David Bell, is this his price? Everyone's taking him around the, the, the so far, 112 2 1. Isaiah Spiller, you went with Spiller over Pierce and Rashad White, who came off of the board at three and four, respectively. John Mechie at two five, Zeus White two six. We saw him go at the back of the second on the last one. B Rob, I went with Tyler Algier at two eight, Antoine Pierce two nine, Trey McBride two ten, TDP. There we go, TDP in the second. I love it. And then Kenny Pickett at the one at the two twelve spot. We got Tolbert, Wandell Robinson. Wandell, if you remember, in the last mock went 2-1. Here he goes 3-2. I, I, I like this price a little bit better than uh, than paying the 2-1 uh, for Wandell Robinson. We got Tyquan Thornton at 3-3. Hassan Askins at 3-4. And then I went with Kyron Williams at 3-5. Keontae, Pierre, Khalil, Malik, Jelani, Calvin, and Ty Chandler. So... And Velas Jones again. I just skipped to the end of the fourth. Velas Jones again. Damn it, uh, Mister Irrelevant. Behind almost. Justin Ross. Behind Justin behind Ross. Justin the third Ross. round pick gets drafted behind the 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 undrafted free agent that had to wait about a week before he got signed. Uh, we still go with uh, that guy over Velas Jones. I see Snoop Connor there at the four three. Danny Gray got a little bit of an ADP bump in this one. All right, Jay, this mock, J-Mo at 1-3. Give me, give me the real deal here. Is this a mistake? Is this is taking J-Mo at 1-3 over Josh Larkey's most hated running back, Kenneth Walker? I'm going to continue to do that to my man Larkey. I'm going to talk to him tonight, trust me. Is this a mistake? J-Mo off the board at 1-3. It's not a mistake, but it's definitely bold. It's it's definitely bold based on what we've seen. If that's truly how you feel, you should be looking to trade back because you could probably get him two or three picks later right at least and you have to think someone will be willing to trade up to go get kenneth walker so yeah at worst 
It's not bad because I think we both believe that JMO could have that ceiling. Just not probably the bet that I would make if it was my rookie draft. I'd probably take Walker or Burke. All right, and I would definitely take Burks over JMO. If you want to take JMO over Garrett Wilson, I'm fine with it. But I think you have to take Kenneth Walker and Traylon Burks over JMO at this point. Somebody said Vellis Jones wore a suit to his first day of work. Wolf of Wall Street and energy. Listen, I'm not advocating that Vellis Jones was the right pick. He should have been the pick, whatever the case may be. But the reality is he was their third-round pick at wide receiver, and there's nobody else there. Like, the dude is going to play. I get it. He was on the same USC team with Sam Darnold. Thing is, I think I was at that game, man. When when USC played Alabama, I got to see. I got to look this up. When USC played Alabama at AT&T Stadium here in Dallas, I believe I was at that game. Because we left early. That was because, one you walked out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we left about <laughs> midway through the third. Jalen Hurts and them, they beat the shit out of USC. It was like 50-something to 12. And we were like, let's get out of here. Like, I don't feel like doing I think Vellis Jones may have been on the field for that game. But, I mean, going at the back of the fourth, like, I'm, I'm taking a shot on him, man. Like, who cares? At that point, who cares? Look at, uh, uh, look at, look at the round. Harris, Snoop Connor, Ty Chandler, Calvin Austin. Give me Vellis. Would you uh, realistically? Let, who do you think, if either of these players are going to produce fantasy points for you, who do you think has a better shot, Calvin Austin or Vellis Jones? Oh, it's Calvin Austin. It really is. Like, let me, let me, let's be, let's let's be, be, be fucking real here, Jay, or I will kick you off the screen. Be honest, honest. Have you watched one single Vellis Jones highlight? Anything? Like, have you watched any of his Hell games? No, I haven't. So, Zero. It, so this is just purely Zero. based off of he's old. No, I have watched Calvin Austin though. I've watched Calvin Austin. But Calvin have Austin's you? Really I asked if you watch Vellis Jones. Anything? No, but you're asking me who would I take over the? Who would no, I no, take no, no. I didn't ask who you would take. I, would... I said who would? Who do you think is going to score more fantasy points this season, Calvin Austin or Vellis Jones? Calvin Austin. Do you want to bet that? Sure. All right, no what are we what that. are we betting? I don't 20 know. bucks? Do you wanna, are you 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 ready? Are you gonna go high roller on this one? Or no, case of so Topo Chico, a case of Topo in my time, twenty dollars, okay. case of Topo Chico. Okay. Can we can we lock All it right. in? Yeah, we're good. I'm good with that. Right, there's I think the bet. You, I think you can get me a hundred points. No, maybe right. hundred points. Maybe. Well, maybe we're 70. not we're not gonna put parameters on it. Vellis Jones versus Calvin Austin this season. This you is think, the worst bet we've ever you think, made. Like, um, no, it's a better. Do you, you think Calvin Austin states. outscores Vellis Jones? Yeah, easily. Lock it in. Jay Rich is going to owe me some more money. I got Vellis Jones outscoring Calvin Austin this year in fantasy. The bet is locked in. The people have heard it. All right. All right. We're, are we done with this one? Do you want to look at the next mock and then we can talk about this? Yeah. All right. Yeah, go to the next one. Let's go to the next mock. Is that one finished? Yeah, it's done. All right, all right. Bet, 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 bet. No doubt, no doubt. All right. Oh, oh. Um, hmm. Uh, is this single quarterback or super flex? It's supposed to be single quarterback. It's in the thumbnail. It's in the title. Hmm. I mean, right, I don't know. All right, Eric. Like Eric, wasn't, wasn't Eric show yourself. Somebody said, Jay, you just lost 20. You just... And it is a Chicago Bears we'll thing, see. so we'll, we'll, we'll see. All right. No stock in that guy. Here we go. For the uh, first time, we see Kenneth Walker come off the board at 1-2. So we got running back, running back, and then Traylon, wide receiver 1. Traylon, WR1, Drake London. Man, if I'm at 104, um, 
and and Drake London is there, I'd be pretty happy. Tennessee fan here, Vellis Jones could play. He ain't a scrub. I, I don't think he I don't think he's a scrub either. Um Olave over JMO. Had to burp, man. Yeah, made me belch. Yuck. Um Sky Moore 108. I think he's gone 108 in every mock that we did. 108. JB, we did your job for you. We got three sets of ADP for you right here. Pull this and, and update our we crowdsourced our information. It was all a ploy to get ADP. Jahan Dotson at 1-9. And Eric takes Kenny Pickett at 110. Um Christian Watson, 111. George Pickens at 112. So this is a super flex one. We'll just say this is super flex, all right? Um, James Cook, this is how easy you can do it in 2022. Just fucking switch it up. Now it's super flex. James Cook at 2-1. David, Be- am I missing something here? Ray, honestly, man, like I'm not kidding. I think I'm in three rookie drafts. I don't think I've seen David Bell get drafted ahead of the, like outside of the third round. Like I've always seen him third round or later. I don't know who these people are in the comments that watch the show every day who don't know that we don't like David Bell here. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, like him. I like him, but man. But why? He's a, like, as I, much as you may not I'm like not taking him this high. Robinson or John Mechie, there is no world where David Bell goes ahead of either of those guys, just based off draft capital alone. Like, I don't, I don't get why people are making this, this decision. Even if you want to take Rashad White, even if you want to take Damian Pierce or Tyler Algier or Isaiah Spiller or Brian Robinson or Tyrion Davis-Price, like all those guys have higher hit rate potential than David Bell, just from a pure analytical standpoint. So why would we even bother taking the gamble on David Bell? As, and TDP is a perfect example. We've seen him go late second or third round every draft. But if we're just relying on hit rates, and saying, okay, this guy's a chance to get on the field. He was a third-round pick. His hit rate's actually pretty high versus David Bell, whose hit rate is pretty low. To me, it's like, I just think you're betting on an outlier when, in a lot of ways, I just don't see how he's going to get on the field. And I've mentioned this before. I don't think he beats out Donovan Peoples-Jones. I just don't. Donovan Peoples-Jones is a freak athlete who, when he gets the ball, plays pretty well. David Bell is a subpar athlete who isn't likely to beat out a five-star freak athlete in Cleveland. I'm sorry. That's just how I see it. And he's not going to beat out Amari Cooper, and we already know they're a run-first offense. So how many targets are really going to be going uh, it's, David it's, Bell's I, way? I love, and why are we I, drafting him that high? I love all the comments of people telling me, like, I don't know who the fuck David Bell is. Like, I haven't, like, <laughs> I don't do this. Like, I know who David Bell is. I, I get it. He was also a third-round pick. Everyone, he's a dog. I, I know who David Bell is. I'm still not taking him at the 2-1. Or the 2-2 spot, but I guess in this draft class, get your guy after 107, right? Like, it's just, I, I know who he is. He's, he's a good player. I'm not taking him at 2-1. Like, I'll let somebody else. It's a third-round pick at wide receiver. Was it like he's a third-round wide receiver? Like, I'd rather shoot darts at this point at a at a running back that had day two draft capital, like a Cook, like a Rashad White, um, even some of the running backs that have good situations, man. Like, he's, he's I like him. He's a good, I like him. I mean, even after he ran slow with the combine, did I adjust my David Bell ranking? No, I didn't. He was still a tier two wide receiver for me. He was still a top ten cat even after the after the combine, after the the just the 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 the, the meltdown and the poor athletic testing. I still didn't move him, but I'm not taking him that high, man. Good, y'all can have fun with that one about his all of that other stuff. I'm good. Um, Rashad White at 2-3, Damian Pierce 2-4, Spiller 2-5. I think this is the highest we've seen McBride go at 2-6, I yep. think. 
Uh, Tyler yep. Algier at 2-7. Wondell Robinson, 2-8. Mechie, 2-9. B-Rob, 2-10. Tolbert, 2-11. And TDP, 2-12. Um, seems like that's pretty much consensus players in round two across the board. Then three, Alec Pierce. I think this is the fall, the furthest we've seen Alec Pierce fall. Khalil Shakir, 3-2. Uh, Zeus White, 3-3. I think it's, man, I'm just wondering... Is it the is it the the I guess the the immediate opportunity for Algier in Atlanta that has him going you know you know two seven mid second and Zamir White even though I Las so, Vegas yeah. the Raiders that was their second pick in the draft and they declined Josh Jacobs's uh, fifth year option should Zeus White be going a little bit higher in this than than the three three spot um, I think so I I would rather let's, let's see. would you rather Zamir White or John Mechie Zamir White or Wondell Robinson. Well, I think I would prefer John Mechie, and I think it's for the okay. same argument, right? It's it's opportunity to get an opportunity right out of the gate. If we're talking about the Raiders situation, their backup running back last season only had 63 carries, so not a lot for Zeus White. But again, new system, and the Patriots do use two backs a little bit more. He could be walking into 80 to 100 carries, which a little bit better, but not great overall. Um, but I think if it's me, like Wondell Robinson's pretty low on my list because, again, Giants. I don't I don't really want to target Giants receivers. Um, but I would definitely be willing to take a shot on Zeus White a little bit higher than here. I'd be willing to take him over Alec Pierce, over Khalil Shakur, probably over Jalen Tolbert. Um, don't know if I would take him over Brian Robinson, but I think that Wandell would be the guy that'd be a little bit lower in my ranks personally. Um, I don't know if I would take Algier that high, but I get you know you're banking on him getting an opportunity early, and so I'm fine with it if that's the way you want to play it and, and the way that you see it playing out. Because at the end of the day, we are throwing darts mid second, and if you believe he can be that guy, then go ahead take him because maybe he is going to be that guy. Yo, this is an interesting comment. What do you think? Austin says, Skyron, uh, Skyron, Kyron stock up after Michelle left yesterday too. What do you, th what do you think? Like, what do you think about Kyron's stock? I mean, a lot of people, we're not really believing in acres at this point. I mean, the ADP is, no, is really falling not. like an anvil. It is, it is going down, down, down. Do you think this is good for Kyron Williams? No Sonny Michelle. Now it's just acres. Uh, Daryl Henderson and Kyron Williams. You think this is good for Kyron behind Cam Akers? Potentially. Um, I think it depends on how they ultimately want these backs to work and operate, right? So Sony Michelle had 208 carries last year in the season, so that obviously gets vacated, but probably goes to Cam Akers. Daryl Henderson had 150. Obviously, they started games separately. Sony Michelle started seven. Daryl Henderson started 10. And then the target distribution, you know, you're seeing 40 to Daryl Henderson and basically none wow sony michelle oh no 33 so 40 targets to daryl henderson 33 to sony michelle so kind of a two back system they ran last year but if kyron isn't one of those backs i'm not really sure how this shakes out i don't think he is a massive upgrade over daryl henderson as a receiving back but does he take receiving work from cam Akers? there's only 70 targets there last year it's not like there's a hundred that they can he maybe work in i just don't know where he kind of slots in and ultimately he probably takes a little bit away from each guy do they transition to him next year potentially with daryl henderson going to be on an expiring contract but with so much up in the air in this rb room there is a world where he gets on the field because we know that he can do pass pro and he can obviously catch passes but i don't know how fruitful that role can ultimately be and i think that most of the work is going to go to cam makers and daryl henderson again this year okay so Eric did say that it's in his defense. He's had a super chat and said somehow it said super flex. So let I mean this is fine. I mean if it's super flex, then 
maybe you just bump Corral Willis and Ritter up around. But as we look at these different drafts, man, like where's the cutoff? Where's the cut? Where are you just like, I'm good, bro. Like I'm good on, on all of these players. You can have them. I don't need to have anybody else. Mason, Mason said, y'all tripping. He's mad. Mason, Mason said, I'm pissed. Y'all get the hell out of here. Bell is a dog. Where do you think the cutoff point is? Yes. Yes. For me, day, it's, for, for me, it's right day. around 110, 111 or so. Um, I think the player that is the cutoff for me is George Pickens. And I think it's just because I don't really want anybody after that. Like we saw George Pickens go 112. I guess it's, I guess we'll say the first round. Um, because you can, I'm fine with George Pickens. I'm fine with, with Jahan Dotson. If you want to take Pickett later, I'm fine with Christian Watson. Um, and usually James Cook goes in there as well. So that helps to bump the ADP down for all those guys. But I think after that, like, I'm not mad if I can trade out and get picks. Most of the time, that's not the case. As I've seen, I have massive drafts with tons of picks and I can't move any of them because nobody wants them. But if I'm able to move those picks, I think it's, you know, right outside the first round. I think having a first round pick is pretty good and you're probably going to get a good player. You could say, you know, maybe 16, 17, because if we want to take some shots on those running backs, I'm fine with it. But I think from an actual like talent that I actually want, it's probably about just the first round, top 12 guys. Man, I think this this ship is sailed. Trade everything after 109 for 23s. Uh, I think that ship is sailed, man. I, I, I hope so. I hope you can. Um, for me, the cutoff point, my personal cutoff point, because in you know I play in Superflex Leagues, Kenny Pickett is my 107, right? So I would bump Olave down. I'd move Kenny Pickett up. Um, it's it's Hall, Walker, Burks, London, Wilson, J-Mo, Kenny Pickett for me. And then Sky Moore's the eight. I, my cutoff is right at eight. Like after Sky Moore, I'm, I am I like Jahan Dotson. I like George. I think George Pickens is going to be good. He's got that dog in him, right? That dog. We like that dog. <laughs> yeah, he's got that dog. He got, he got that dog. You saw how he was standing and his fucking draft thing. You saw how he was standing with the full ski mask over his face. He's got that dog in him. But, man, after after it maybe maybe I am just a prisoner of the Kansas City Chief landing spot, but I was high on Sky Moore pre-draft. So I, I'm a big Sky Moore fan. So right you after love yourself some Sky Moore. I do love, I love Sky it. Moore, man. I was high on him before. So when he hits a landing spot like that, it only you know, fits my narrative. So I'm going to rock with Scott yeah. Moore. But after 108, Jay, like legit, legitimately, man, y'all could have all the Dotson, Watson, Cook, Bell, White, Pierce. You can spill her. You can, whatever you want. I'm I'm good. Like I will, I will gladly miss out on everybody else in the third round. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Fourth round, like Abe Smith, he's probably gonna be on waivers. I'd love to get him off of waivers. Um, there goes your boy Cal. Where'd Velas Velas Jones? There we go. Finally, some Velas Jones respect in here. Uh, but after 108, man, I'm good, bro. Like I, I am good. I am good. I'm good after 108. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm fine with that, right? And I I think for me, like I'm still willing to bet on Dodson as a first round wide receiver. I get why you wouldn't want to if you don't have to. But I've had multiple drafts where I've traded down from you know, 108, 109, just a couple picks and picked up a second so I can take another RB dart throw and still get a first-round wide receiver in Dotson. Um, it's just depending on philosophy, how your people draft. But we got into a spirited debate yesterday, right, about Kenny Pickett and trading him. And it's like, you still have to have a trade partner at the end of the day. Yeah, you got to have a takeout say, agent. Trade yep. out, right? You got to have someone who's willing to trade with you. And that's the hard part right now in a lot of rookie drafts. I had a draft that I did. I must have had, what, eight picks or at least six picks in the top 24 
No one wanted them. No one, no one wanted to trade for them. No one. So I'm just stuck making all these picks and you have to make a decision, right? That's why we talk through, we do these exercises. And so like for me, I think the top 12 is a, is a fine spot to be in. I think you're getting a good player in there no matter what. I get your standpoint of the top eight cutoff. I'm, I'm fine with that as well. I see where there's a tier break there. Um, and then after that, it's just kind of taking shots on running backs for me. Like I'm, I had a draft where I think I took four running backs in the second round, just Zeus White, Brian Robinson, Isaiah Spiller, TDP, like just getting a guy who can get a shot that I can flip midseason if they get a start because that's ultimately what we're trying to do with these picks. We're trying to get guys who will see the field, flip them for new assets, right, and then that, continually move you know, that capital up into other drafts. You know what, man? You, you just you, you touched on something, Jay. I, I, I legitimately believe, man, I don't care how many of these fucking mocks we do, how many of them insert – DLF, Dynasty Nerds, Player Profiler, BDG, I don't care. It, fantasy Pros, Fantasy This, Fantasy, uh, th- whatever it is. Everyone is going to look just about the same. Everyone. Like, this is your first round. There goes your second. Everyone's going to be just about the same. You'll have some some where the Wandells go higher, you know, the Spillers go lower, the the Rosses go higher, but for the most part, and James Cook to the yeah, moon, right? James Cook goes up. Like you have some of those, but for the most part, every one of these are the same. Jay, I think we're done. I I I, I truly think we're fucking. This is it. This is the last twenty twenty. Like, well, literally, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna flip through the tabs, and they all look the same. They all look the same. They all look the for same for the most part, right? For, You're just the, shifting yeah. the order within the rounds, but exactly. a lot of it is the same. They all look the same. We're done. What I want to see. Jay, what I want to see is trades involving these picks and or these players. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this exercise ever again. We're done. We will not. We probably will because it's easy content. We probably will. But I want to see trades involving what people are giving up for the rights to draft George Pickens, for the rights to draft um, uh, Drake London at 102. That's what I want to see, Jay. I want to see... Who who who's out here making those deals? Joe said. Yeah. Joe said. Um. You know. And I think she thinks like a. She said this. She said, "I'm competing this year, so I'm willing to sell my 23 first for that late push." Right. I guess my question for you, Joe, is in this scenario, right? Uh, would you trade that late first for anything after like 108, 109? She's probably gonna say hell no. But would you trade that 23 first for anything in the back of the first, like after the Sky Moore for J- Dotson, Watson, uh, Pickens, Cook? Pickens, would you trade yeah. that late first for any of that? I doubt she says yes. Um, but what I want to see is I want trades involving that. That I think that's the more useful exercise at this stage of the. Pro- we're we're we are in dead months, y'all. Like this is. This is the calm before the OTA and, 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 and training camp storm. You know, we're approaching mid-May, June, July. I think July is when we ramp up the training camps. The vol- a little bit, yeah. June, July. So it, we, we've, we've got a little bit of time to, to, to kind of do some different things. I just want to see trades involving these players, man. Like, all these mocks are going to look the same. So let's, let's find trades yeah and she said no right so that's not what she was talking about i didn't think so right um we we've, we we need to see deals involving these guys because these type of exercises they do you no good all we're gonna do is talk about who picked what at the end of the first and the beginning of the second you know what i mean yeah no 100 percent. and i don't i'm not sure 
what you want to do with that. Maybe we build a show around that either this week or next well, week. We'll, I know we'll just tomorrow, talk some trades. We'll just talk we're some doing, values and we're trades. We're doing Q&A, right? Yeah, because yeah, we're doing to your Q&A point, it's interesting to see. It's interesting to see what people are actually trading for these picks because yes. for us, we ain't, we ain't trading much, especially for players, right? We know what to project for these guys, so we're not giving up like valuable players for no. many of these guys. Unless you're going right. up to two one to get Drake London, like you're not really doing a whole lot. If it's me, I am just probably staying clear. But if there are trades, like let me know what you guys are getting for some of these picks because wow. you Look never at this. know. Look at this. James traded wow. the 102 for 106 and the 23 first. I mean, come on, baby. Money. That is that is money a, right there. That is an absolute sm- Hey, don't be all right now. Don't be fucking lying. Just saying all this stuff now. I need I need screen. I sold 102 for five first. I, I did it in my own league. 102 for 302, 107 and the 23 first. That's a smash, man. That's an absolute. Cr- I want to see that. I. I need to see it. That like that Monique meme. I need. I want to. I would like to see it. Yeah. I would like to see these deals. So make sure you're following the wake up. Uh, the wake up Twitter. What's our thing? What's that? Underscore wake up TV. Wake up TV underscore. Yeah. Is it? No, I think it's, it's underscore so- wake up TV. Okay. Well, whatever it is. Yeah. Go Something to that, like that and screenshot it. I need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I need proof. Go. Go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was gonna say because we're doing Q and A tomorrow, right? So if you go in the link. Um, in the description of this video, I do have the tweet where you can post your post your questions. And Ray, I was even saying if they review the podcast, we will guarantee them an answer on the show or via DM. So let us know. Send us those screenshots. Give us those reviews and we can get your questions answered. Um, and we will get a bunch of questions on the show. So the more questions you ask, the more we get. It's uh, one per person for the tweet. So if you post like four, then we will pick the first one. But if you do do us, give us reviews, we will answer those questions from those reviews. So feel free to review as many times as you want and get as many questions as you want answered. We will see what happens. Whoa, whoa, I hope it doesn't not, end up whoa, like the draft challenge. Yeah, as, no, Ray, I'm, as many as they want. You don't get one, as many as you want. One review per question. As many as one review per question. The reality is those the, my, the patrons, the Destination Devi patrons that post this shit in the trade channel, patreon.com forward slash all gas, they can get as many answered as you is they want that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff that's going to be coming in the inbox this you is, said this what is my promise if if this is my promise if they if they drop reviews one question per review i will answer as many questions as you want you're good you mom's are mom's phone dad's phone brother's phone doesn't matter apple podcast drop us some reviews we'll answer some questions i'll try and get some on the show just send us a screenshot to the account and like i mentioned the twitter the twitter post is tagged is pinned on our our social media for that but it's also in the description of this video. So make sure, don't drop your questions in the comments. I'm not going to look there. Put them on Twitter. Put them in the reviews. Screenshot them for us. Send them to us. And we will get them answered for you tomorrow when we do Q&A. All right. There it is. So moving forward, we're going we're gonna to lay off of these damn uh, rookie mocks because they all look the same. I want to see trades involving these players. All right? I want to see trades involving these players because I think that is a more useful exercise than going through these mocks um, weekly. So... Appreciate you tapping into the show. Uh, yes, go, go to the Discord. Marlon, go to the Discord. We got you over there. Um, yeah, we're still live. We're still rolling. The builders are out there, but the internet is good. But uh, yeah, appreciate y'all tapping in today. Tomorrow, Q&A. Make sure you get your questions in. It's all about y'all. We're just going to talk through whatever y'all want to talk about. Whatever, whatever, wherever your heart desires to go. Make sure you tap into the channel. Hit the thumbs up button. Comment. Subscribe. If you want to win some money, Jay, we had a good night last night. NBA prop bets. It was good, baby. You had a really good night. It was a good night. a really good night. It's a lot of green Mm -hmm. in the account, big dog. Like, we got that. You have built... 
I gotta give you a round of applause. You have built some fantastic projection models. I can't wait for us to talk NFL prop bets. We actually need to talk about some of these futures for some rookies, so we'll do that on Thursday and see where, okay. you know, odds makers have some of these rookies where they're projected to go. So we appreciate y'all tapping into the show. We love y'all. We'll be back. Q&A tomorrow. We out. Have a good day. Peace out.